So Women's World Banking is a global NGO that for nearly 40 years has been providing access to financial products and services to low-income women in developing countries. And for most of our history, that has been by working through women-focused microfinance institutions and banks. But in the last, I'd say, eight to ten years or so, you've seen and this is so driven by technology. Mm -hmm. You've seen the range of actors who now recognize the low-income clientele mm -hmm. as a really viable market. Mm -hmm. So we're now today working with large mainstream banks, um, mobile network operators, retailers, insurance companies, in addition to microfinance institutions. Mm -hmm. But uh, candidly, I think microfinance in some ways really is just such a you know, has not been able to reach the kind of scale yes. that those other players, again, particularly with digital channels, mm -hmm. have been able to do. But our model of working through local organizations to provide services that are really tailored to women's needs has not, has not changed. Yes. Um, we, in Africa, um, have been, uh, I'd say, easily 40 to 45 percent of our work is based here mm -hmm. and I think has been in, in many ways has been a, a real leader for other work that we're doing around the world in that it's primarily focused on, on some very large banks. Mm -hmm. We have extensive engagement with uh, Diamond Bank in Nigeria, mm -hmm. uh, NBS in Malawi, mm -hmm. and then NMB in Tanzania. Mm -hmm. And in each of those, we're providing a, a full range of product development um, for women, low-income women clients, mm -hmm. including in both Diamond and NMB, some really interesting youth savings accounts mm -hmm. um, that have been very popular. And what's particularly exciting is youth savings is a great thing, and yes. children having bank accounts is a great mm -hmm. thing. But in most places, it's not particularly profitable. Mm -hmm. And and so the argument is always, oh, well, you'll have a client for life, mm -hmm. and you know, you'll mm -hmm. make money on them down the road. Yes. But in both NMB and in, uh, in Diamond, mm -hmm. they've sort of built the proposition around both the youth and the parents mm -hmm. that it's really a very good, profitable, sustainable product. Okay. And uh, again, I think technology bringing the cost of delivery of that product down yes. Has, yes. has enabled that to happen. Mm -hmm. um, another piece of work we're doing with Diamond that I think will have huge applications in other places we're working is with their Diamond Yellow mobile wallet. Okay. Um, this is a, 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 a joint venture that they have together with MTN. Mm -hmm. 8.2 million subscribers sure. on the mobile wallet, yeah. but very low usage mm -hmm. for sustained financial services and even lower for women. Okay. And so what we're doing mm -hmm. is seeing how we can drive usage broadly mm -hmm. and particularly for women. And so we've been testing, you know, sort of use cases. I think one of the first findings we saw that, you know, all of the advertising and the billboards and everything around Diamond Yellow was about paying your bills, paying yes. your utility bills. Yes. And so we were talking to women and they said, well, my role in the household isn't to pay mm -hmm. utility bills, yes. so why would I use something that's mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all about paying utility bills? Mm -hmm. If I could pay school fees, mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. with it. Mm-hmm. Different story. Mm-hmm. Um, we also heard that um, Diamond had thought about adding an ATM card okay. to the account because unlike in many countries, it's actually a, a true full-scale bank account mm-hmm. that you open when you open your Diamond Yellow mm-hmm. wallet. And the men said that would be great. I'm using it for transactions. Mm-hmm. It would be one more way that I could, you know, get cash yes. from this account. The women said, stay away from me with the ATM card. I don't want to be tempted. Mm-hmm. I don't want my husband to know about it and he'll be tempted. Mm-hmm. This account is to accumulate savings. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's very important for financial service providers to realize that one size doesn't fit all, that the product itself may actually be the same product. People often talk about the pink passbook. We don't need a pink passbook, (laughs) but we do need financial service providers to recognize what motivates women, what the need on the part of women Mm -hmm. is, how you need to communicate with women Mm -hmm. differently. Mm -hmm. And I think what we learn here in, in Africa, given how far advanced mm-hmm. the African financial markets mm-hmm. are in, in terms of digital services, we will be able to take to the, you know, we work with 49 financial institutions mm-hmm. around around the world in 32 countries, so we'll be able to, you know, to share those lessons much mm-hmm. more broadly. Mm-hmm. And how has WIF been for you? Oh, g- great question. I fantastic I mean it's just insane mm-hmm. the number of meetings and the number mm-hmm. of connections but it's a it's such a great platform to, to talk to people mm-hmm. that you'd probably take you know months to get on their calendar yes. and you can just have very very effective conversations I think um, just the folks that we've met have been very very diverse mm-hmm. um, again I, as I was saying you know the numbers of players who are looking at the women consumer of financial services has mm-hmm. dramatically changed. Mm-hmm. I, I'm very excited that a bunch of conversations I had mm-hmm. um, while I was here were with corporates who have women-owned companies in their supply chains mm-hmm. and trying to think about ways that they can either help finance those companies mm-hmm. so that when they get an order, the, the company can get working capital to fulfill yes. the order, yes. or that they could think about using that supply chain as a distribution channel in its own right mm-hmm. to deliver other products and mm-hmm. services. So, mm-hmm. and that's really different. I mm-hmm. haven't had, and I've had at least five conversations with yes. different uh, yes. fast-moving consumer goods com- companies, mm-hmm. beverage companies, um, that I think is very, very mm-hmm. exciting. Um, I've also had a couple of really interesting agricultural finance conversations mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. given the preponderance of women smallholder farmers yes. in Africa yes. I feel like so many in the past so many of the conversations I've had at WEF and you know other similar conferences have, have been much more about um, sort of less sustainable or more charitable mm-hmm. models mm-hmm. about providing mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. access to inputs yes. but now I think there's a real recognition that women, particularly in certain crops, yes. are a you know, major force. Yes. If we can think about aggregating, uh, aggregating them, if we can think about making sure they have access to markets. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just a conversation yesterday about you know soya beans in Tanzania are apparently considered a woman's crop, and yes. there is now yes. a, a number of processing 
uh, mills who've recognized mm -hmm. if they're, they're going to get their hands on soya, they're going to have to work with women. Yes. And so having that kind of understanding of women in the supply chain again, mm -hmm. but this time the agricultural supply chain, totally different kind of conversation mm -hmm. than I've had mm -hmm. uh, at WEF before. So I, I think that there's a growing recognition that women's financial inclusion is not only important for achieving every other social goal and yes. the completion of the sustainable development goals, yes. but that it's really good for business yes. and that this sense that more companies and more banks are recognizing that this is a valuable customer yes. who will be loyal. We know that women, when they bank, they... The, the, exactly. You, you've said it. They you, you, you took my. They, they do, and they they buy more cross-sold products. Yes. They are better repayers of mm -hmm. loans. They hold on to bigger savings balances mm -hmm. for, and they leave it in your bank for mm -hmm. a longer period of time. So it makes a lot of sense to be financing mm -hmm. these women. And then the second message is, I just would invite all of your readers to mm -hmm. join Women's World Banking in Dar es Salaam on October 24th and 25th, mm -hmm. when we're bringing all of our worldwide partners yes. together to talk about what are the real developments this, and really champion the successes yes. of women's finance. Mm -hmm. And so many of those successes, I think, are born here mm -hmm. in Africa that I'd really love to see your readers mm -hmm. there to celebrate mm -hmm. how much Africa has to teach the rest of the world about serving women clients. And will you have some of the participants or some companies that you've helped at this event? All of them. Oh, <laughs> right. So it's. Great. I think it's going to be, uh, we usually, we do this every mm -hmm. other year, mm -hmm. and we usually have an audience of, you know, somewhere around 300, but our mm -hmm. Our 50-odd you know, direct partners mm -hmm. are, are always uh, always among them. So it's a great opportunity to learn yes. amongst each other to serve women. That's, that's wonderful.